Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Doctrine and Covenants of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Even though this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort has been made to be as doctrinally and historically accurate as possible. Every day a new section of the Doctrine and Covenants will be released. I hope that you'll visit this often and be able to share this uh, with your friends. Thank you. Hi, and welcome back to the Doctrine and Covenants podcast. This will be for official declaration number two. I'll read the heading first. The Book of Mormon teaches that all are alike unto God, including black and white, bond and free, male and female. Throughout the history of the church, people of every race and ethnicity in many countries have been baptized and have lived as faithful members of the church. During Joseph Smith's lifetime, a few black male members of the church were ordained to the priesthood. Early in its history, church leaders stopped conferring the priesthood on black males of African descent. Church records offer no clear insights into the origins of this practice. Church leaders believed that a revelation from God was needed to alter this practice and prayerfully sought guidance. The revelation came to church president Spencer W. Kimball and was affirmed to other church leaders in the Salt Lake Temple on the 1st of June 1978. The revelation removed all restrictions with regard to race that once applied to the priesthood. A little background about this. One principle that sets Latter-day Saints apart from every other religion is that we believe in modern revelation. Without it, what would we know about the Godhead? How would we know who was to be the president of the church or the bishop of a ward? As the Book of Mormon prophet Jacob taught, No man knoweth of God's way, save it be revealed unto him. Wherefore, despise not the revelations of God. As you study the official declaration number two, ponder the great blessing that this important revelation is to church members throughout the world. On Thursday, the 1st of June, 1978, President Spencer W. Kimball, while meeting with his counselors in the First Presidency and the Twelve in the Salt Lake Temple, indicated that for months he had been giving prayerful consideration to the matter of conferring the priesthood upon those of all races, and that he felt the need for divine guidance. He explained that he had spent many hours in the upper room in the, salt, in the temple pleading for the Lord to, for counsel and direction pleading with the Lord for counsel and direction. He indicated his hope that the Lord would give a revelation and resolve the matter. He further stated that if it was the mind and will of the Lord that the church continued in the present course, he was willing to sustain and support that decision and defend it to the death. He said he hoped for a clear affirmation so there 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 would be no question in anyone's mind. All present were invited to express their views on the matter, which they did. A strong spirit of unity existed. At the conclusion of this discussion, President Kimball asked his counselors in the presidency in the Quorum of the Twelve to join with him in prayer. President Kimball then then importuned the Lord with great fervor and faith. The prayer offered by President Kimball was dictated by the Holy Ghost. On this occasion, recalled one of those who was present, because of the importuning and the faith and because of the hour and the time had arrived, the Lord in his providences poured out the Holy Ghost upon the first presidency and the twelve in a miraculous and marvelous manner beyond anything that any then present had ever experienced. The revelation came to the president of the church. It also came to each individual present. There were ten members of the Council of the Twelve and three of the First Presidency there assembled. The result was that President Kimball knew, and each one of us knew, independent of any other person, by direct and personal revelation to us, that the time had now come to extend the gospel and all its blessings and all its obligations, including the priesthood and the blessings of the house of the Lord, 
To those of every nation, culture, and race, including the black race, there was no question whatsoever as to what happened or as to the word and message that came. That was by Bruce R. McConkie. In what, it, in what is perhaps the most perfect illustration of the law of witnesses, in this dispensation, the marvelous outpouring of the Holy Ghost, described by some present as cloven tongues of fire, fell upon the prophet who stood at the head of the church and twelve other prophets, seers and revelators, when he ceased to pray. There was a great Pentecostal outpouring of the Spirit, such as none of those present had ever before experienced. The experience cannot be confined to words. It was something that could only be felt in the hearts of the recipients, and which can only be understood by the power of the Spirit. The announcement was carried in the Deseret News on Friday, June the ninth, 1978, without editorial comment. Okay, here's the declaration. To whom it may concern, on September 30th, 1978, at the 148th Semi-Annual General Conference of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the following was presented by President N. Eldon Tanner, First Counselor in the First Presidency of the Church. In early June of this year, the First Presidency announced that a revelation had been received by President Spencer W. Kimball, extending priesthood and temple blessings to all worthy male members of the Church. President Kimball has asked that I advise the conference that after he had received this revelation, which came to him after extended meditation and prayer in the sacred rooms of the Holy Temple, he presented it to his counselors who accepted it and approved it. It was then presented to the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles who unanimously approved it and was subsequently presented to all other general authorities who likewise approved it unanimously. President Kimball has asked that I now read this letter. June the 8th, 1978, to all general and local priesthood officers of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints throughout the world. Dear brethren, as we have witnessed the extension or the expansion of the work of the Lord over the earth, we have been grateful for people. We have been grateful that people of many nations have responded to the message of the restored gospel and have joined the church in ever-increasing numbers. This, in turn, has inspired us with a desire to extend to every worthy member of the church all of the privileges and blessings which the gospel affords. Aware of the promises made by the prophets and presidents of the church who have preceded us, that at some time in God's eternal plan, all of our brethren who are worthy may receive the priesthood, and witnessing the faithfulness of those from whom the priesthood has been withheld, we have pleaded long and earnestly in behalf of these, our faithful brethren, spending many hours in the upper room of the temple, supplicating the Lord for divine guidance. He has heard our prayers, and by revelation has confirmed that the long-promised day has come when every faithful worthy man in the church may receive the holy priesthood with power to exercise its divine authority and enjoy with his loved ones every blessing that flows therefrom, including the blessings of the temple. Accordingly, all worthy male members of the church may be ordained to the priesthood without regard for race or color. Priesthood leaders are instructed to follow the policy of carefully interviewing all candidates for ordination to either the Aaronic or the Melchizedek priesthood in order to ensure they meet the established standards for worthiness. We declare with soberness that the Lord has now made known his will for the blessing of all his children throughout the earth who will hearken to the voice of his authorized servants and prepare themselves to receive every blessing of the gospel. Sincerely yours, Spencer W. Kimball and Evelyn Tanner, Marion G. Romney, the First Presidency. Recognizing Spencer W. Kimball as the prophet, seer, and revelator and president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, it is proposed that we as a constituent assembly accept this revelation as the word and the will of the Lord. All in favor, please signify by raising your right hand. Any opposed by the same sign. The vote to sustain the foregoing motion was unanimous in the affirmative. Salt Lake City, Utah, September 30, 1978. 
that's all there is about the proclamation or the declaration here about the priesthood. Um, if you want additional information about uh, blacks in the priesthood, uh, there's a there's an article in uh, Gospel Topics entitled Race and the Priesthood, if you want to know more about that, uh, rather than spend a lot of time here doing that. I bear testimony that the declaration of God is true, that uh, Spencer Kimball received the revelation from God to restrict or to limit the to raise the restriction so that that's not in existence anymore. And I bear that testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. See ya. Bye.